You are listening to the Hinge Work Podcast, a conversation on perspective, rest, and creativity from the overflow of our community. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to the Hinge Work Podcasts. Boom. Hopefully this year, uh, we're going to inspire you guys to pursue your dreams while we pursue ours and maybe also work through relational conflict when it arises. Kent and I just got into a small argument. It was about serious. Who was going to kick off the podcast, which is 100% his responsibility. And he's starting off the year trying to dodge that. So we want to help you work through things like that and learn to take responsibility sweep for it yourself. Un- now we're in Lancaster. Sweep it under the rug. In all seriousness, we're excited to be with you this year. Here today with me is my lovely wife. Hey. And obviously the aforementioned Kent Mast. Hey, coming at you live. From nope. Hinge Work, yep. from the Hinge Work studio. So we're glad to be here. We want to share with you guys a little bit of what's going on in our lives um, as we start off 2020, as we kind of officially close the door on 2019 and really move forward into a new season. Maybe first things first, I'll take some responsibility and apologize for the fact that we've been a little bit absent. Don't even apologize. Sorry. We've all got a lot going on. Yeah, we got a lot going on. Christmas is crazy. Yeah. The last month was crazy. Definitely. Especially if you go to Uganda. Mm, uh, I see what you did there. Not mentioning any names. That's me. So 2019 uh, for us, I'm speaking about Heather and I and and maybe Hengework as a whole, but definitely Heather and I was a year, I would say, full of challenges. We accomplished a lot. In, In a lot of ways, it was a record year growth um the co-working space i think had more members than it ever has uh, did more photography work than i ever have so in that regard it was a really good year relationally there were some challenges physically our home was under construction for the last quarter of the year due to some flooding that happened in our in our bathroom some things like that heather was battling some health issues and it just felt like as we kind of got to the end of the year that it was like okay i'm kind of tagging out i'm done 2019 was a great year when i look at all the things god did i'm super happy and super thankful on one hand but on the other hand i'm kind of like wow this year was not what we thought it was going to be and it was definitely filled with a lot of challenges that i didn't see coming and maybe in some ways more than ever i feel like i don't know what i'm doing no that's very honest yeah heather and i new year's eve had kind of an interesting experience i woke up i was having some type of dream in the middle of the night i don't remember the dream which seems like right now i don't remember a lot of my dreams but um I woke up and when I heard, I heard like, oh, it seemed like what woke me up was like our, our main entrance to our house, the door slamming downstairs and our bedrooms upstairs. It's an 1850 farmhouse. Um, so it has a few creaks once in a while, but it definitely was, was kind of loud, but I thought maybe it was just in my dream. So I was going to go back to sleep and Heather was just like, Hey, that just sounded like our door slamming. Yeah. I had been like asleep and heard the same thing woke up to the sound of a door slamming so i went downstairs and just kind of checked everything out all the deadbolts were locked everything was sealed up and so kind of went back to bed going i'm not sure really what what that was um lay there for a little while praying i didn't know heather was still awake but then after a while she started kind of asking questions 
Yeah, and I just felt that like it was God saying, I'm shutting the door on 2019. Just that is it's a new year. Like, yeah, to shut the door on kind of the disappointments, the frustrations, some of the things that had turned out differently than we thought in 2019 that the door was shutting and that um, kind of like the door is opening then to fresh hope and some fresh vision and kind of, yeah, as the year is closing out to kind of let go of some of that stuff and embrace the new year. The phrase that Heather has written on the paper roll in our kitchen um, next to the sink says, and the joy that slipped through our hands will make us whole again. It's just lyrics to a Cageless Bird song. And it's actually been up for a while in our house. And Heather mentioned then the next day, I think New Year's Day, she was like, yeah, actually, I was feeling like I was going to remove that because it's been up for so long. But I actually feel like that is the right um phrase for this year and so it seems like a lot of the themes that we've been getting for 2020 have to do with restoring um, restoration healing and i think um, ultimately restoring the joy of our salvation so september 10th heather and i had a double date in harrisburg with our friends Vinny and steph which was a blast we had a lot of fun came home that night went to bed I woke up in the middle of the night, I think it was about 1.30, and walked down the hall to use the bathroom, and I stepped into the hallway, and my foot got wet, which is not typically what's happening in our hallway. <laughs> and so I went into the bathroom, and the sink had a slow drain um, which really wasn't much of a problem, except if someone used their bathroom in the middle of the night and washed their hands and then turned the faucet off the whole way, but maybe not quite the whole way and left it running. So the sink had filled up, was overflowing onto the floor. And so I shut that down and got a bunch of towels and did my best to mop it up and allow my amazing wife to remain sleeping. And so I got everything cleaned up upstairs and I was like, I guess I should just check downstairs. I'm sure it wasn't you know, that big of a deal. When I walked down the stairs and stepped into the dining room, I again stepped into water and I looked up and it was raining from the dining room ceiling. Mm -hmm. And there was like kind of this old drop ceiling in there that Heather didn't love anyway. I kind of think she sabotaged our house. (laughs) I didn't do it on Uh, purpose. It was definitely a point of contention when we moved in, if we were going to keep this old kind of, uh, it was, yeah, it's drop ceiling. It was like tiled. Like, yeah, it was like a, kind of an odd designer drop ceiling Mm -hmm. anyway so a bunch of those were bowed like they were literally full of water and then there was water running from the dining room down into the basement i got that cleaned up and decided i'm just gonna let heather sleep through this whole thing and woke up the next morning i told her kind of what had happened so that that little incident seemed to throw into um action a chain of events in our lives how was the journey for you heather Yeah, when I walked down the first morning after Mark woke up, he said, you know, there was a little incident last night. Um, Walked down into the dining room and saw the flooded ceiling and the the tiles. And And then you saw like a fish swim by or something. (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I mean, my first thought was, so the bathroom also was, both the dining room ceiling and the bathroom were both things that I didn't love about our house. And the first thought was like, okay, this could be like a blessing disguise since the bathroom is very outdated, like 1970s, 80s, outdated, yeah, 
bathtub outdated. Everything was outdated and needed to be done. And, and so at first I was like, this is a blessing in disguise and really felt like God was like, I've got this. This is going to be, you know, this is going to be better than you think. So I felt like a lot of peace. But then it quickly went from that to just the process of um, renovations is not, I like the finished result, but the process is not always fun because it launched us in to a three-month process of till from start to finish of the bathroom and the dining room getting remodeled. We had a, it was you know, we had to dry everything out. We had to get a contractor. We had to work with the insurance. There was just a whole long process. Our, there was a period of time where we went with three weeks without a bathroom. Um, where you had or no shower. We, did, we had we had a toilet, but no shower. Um, so I think the process kind of threw me into this funk that I that I'm just slowly emerging out of. I felt like God had told me during that first week before even before the renovations really had started that he had wanted to renovate some things in my heart during this process and I think it was easy to feel like oh yeah that's that's like cute or that's that's awesome, that's God. A, that's a fun little... That's a fun, yeah. It's an idea. That, it's a fun idea that goes and then, on the wall. Right. And then I think when the renovations started and, like, literally the, our whole entire house is covered in dust and, like, the ceiling's coming down and, like... Plaster from plast- 50 years yeah, ago. Yeah. There's, like, everywhere. plaster dust throughout the whole house and, like, literally sounds of, like, banging and crashing. And, and I was just like, wow. Like, that's when it started to hit me, like, okay, this is what renovate. It's, like... There's like a breaking before things can be put back together. And um, I felt like in my life, the breaking kind of looked like breaking down of some stuff from my past. My physical body um, was responding in like digestive issues and some panic attacks and um, kind of just working through a lot of different like emotional, spiritual, physical things that were not not fun. In the beginning too, I had felt like so when that he was doing a renovation process and then um, had felt like the idea that maybe he was putting in, like we, in the physical, he was putting, we were getting a new ceiling. We were pulling out the drop ceiling um, and getting a brand new drywalled ceiling. We had to like pull out the old plaster and expose the beams um, before we could then put the new drywall in. And I had felt like God was saying, I'm putting in a new support beam into your life. And the support beam is like trusting me that I'm going to provide because in the midst of it, it it started to feel like, okay, our whole world is like being turned upside down. It sounds, in some ways it sounds silly, like it's a bathroom and um, our dining room, but it felt like at the time, um, just our normal daily routine was you know, upturned because of the contractors, even just simple things of like going to the bathroom and yeah, the bathroom was gutted and yeah, it just felt like that exposed things, but then also financially how we're going to pay for all that. It just felt like it was highlighting my lack of trust in the Lord and just my, um, at times not believing that he was really going to provide good things for us. So I felt like he was saying, I'm going to put a new support beam in. And I was watching this, um, fixer upper and in the fixer upper they were rebuilding this old barn basically they were tearing down walls and as they were tearing the walls they realized the way that they had done things is wherever they wanted to put a wall they just kind of put a beam and like so as they were tearing down walls they realized the house was not supported they just kind of had throw walls up without really like 
I guess they, they shouldn't say they put beams. They, they just kind of threw walls up without putting beams is what I was trying to say. Mm. They just kind of threw walls up. And so when they started taking down walls, they realized the house was actually not supported at all. Like, oh. so they had to put in this whole big, huge beam from the one side to the other. Um, and as Chip um, was like tearing down the one wall, he just yelled, timber! Um, and knocked down these walls and then put up this like huge, huge support beam. And it was crazy because the Lord had just been speaking to me about support beam. And as I was watching this fixture upper, I felt like that's what he was saying. Like I'm saying timber to all these walls that weren't actually really supporting you. And now I'm putting in this, like, it was a physical picture of like this huge beam that was now going to like actually support the house. So yeah, I felt like even though God speaks that stuff, it doesn't always make it easier when you're walking through it. So I think it was awesome to like get those words and those pictures, but then the process kind of still was messy and not always as pretty and neat as I would have liked as I, yeah, walked through the process, but. Yeah. And the end result of the process is a beautiful, bright new bathroom and a nice new dining room. And then we did some more work in the house that needed to be done, replaced a few windows. And, you know, at the end of the process, it's awesome. And now when I look back and read my journal that day of the flooding, I went to pray that morning and was kind of like, cause it, it didn't really seem like a convenient time for there to just be a mess of water in my house. And I just felt like I was asking God what was going on. And I felt like he said, I've heard your wife's heart cry, which seemed interesting. Um, seemed like a unique thing for him to say to me at that time. But as I look back on the process now, basically he knew the house was something that Heather really wanted to work on. And there was no way I was going to pause and say like, Hey, why don't we spend $20,000 on the bathroom in the dining room this fall? There's just no way that would have happened the way that it works out. Some of it was covered through insurance. Some of it was covered, um, through gifts and it, it, it all worked out incredibly well. Now we have a beautiful, bright bathroom and an awesome dining room to enjoy where we entertain a lot. So I think, yeah, the last part of 2019 was was hard, but it was also producing good fruit. It reminded me a little bit of the house parable, like building on Jesus, like solid foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And what does it look like to go from a year and you recognize some things and like disappointments and things that didn't work out the way you wanted, but kind of moving forward, what does it then look like to, to, to build or support mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Trust in the Lord that he's good and for you. Yeah, it was interesting. I picked up a knife uh, or a spoon, I guess it was, to stir my coffee that morning. And when I picked it up, I saw on the back of it, it just said Versailles, which um, I believe is a region or town or city in France. I was like, Versailles, that's weird. And so the thing that came up in my head was the Treaty of Versailles, which I wasn't recalling the history of at that point. So anyway, I looked up the Treaty of Versailles and it was signed on June 28th of 1919, which I thought was odd. This is just the trail of breadcrumbs that I sometimes get led on. So I thought it was odd that it was 1919 and we were in 2019. So I was like, I wonder what I wrote about in my journal on June 28th of 2019 um, said, So I pulled it up. We were just coming back from a week away on vacation. I 
didn't have a ton of photography going on that week. It was one of those ebbs and flows where it was low tide and it was like the, the time was there for a purpose. And was I going to receive that purpose or be, be nervous about where the work was going to come from? So the heading of my journal for that day, June 28th was restoration of relationship through rest. And Heather and I had been talking the day before about Psalm 53, 19, which is all about restoration through rest. So I think as we looked at this process, the process isn't something we would have chosen. It was kind of ugly at times, but it was designed to clear out some, uh, some walls and whether those walls are sarcasm or fear or anger or, um, checking out on Instagram or having an extra beer, whatever those walls are, it seemed like God was wanting to remove those and just restore Jesus at the center of our lives. For me, as we talked about closing the door on 2019, it was like, yes, this was a great year in some ways. It was a hard year in others. But as we move forward, I think there's some things that God has wanted to prepare us for in this in this renovation. And it is going to be beautiful and it's going to be good. And we actually started watching um, this series that my brother had told us about called The Chosen which um, you can get an app and watch it. Um, it's basically about the life of Jesus and the disciples. And it's really interesting. Um, I'm going to try to give too much of it away, but it, it definitely portrays the journey of Peter and um, his life as a fisherman and how specific Jesus spoke into that and met him as a fisherman in the way that he... Um, connected with him and even the miraculous catches it really communicates those stories in a way that connected with me and it reminded me a lot of when i chose to give my life to the lord in 2001 and that through it was another thing that uh, threw in to affect this chain of events in my life but at the center of it all was well if god asks us to do something obviously we're going to do it and we'll just trust him and we shouldn't expect that the process is going to always be one that's naturally easy or simple. And I think then we go through other seasons where things are more natural or maybe they're more hard. <laughs> and so we begin to put up walls to keep the structure supported instead of recognizing that whether it's a natural season where things are easy or whether it's a hard season that we didn't even know we were invited to, or whether we answered a call to say yes to something, any of those things can, can bring about us just kind of backing up a little bit from Jesus being at the center of our life. So it feels like uh, that's, that's been a lot of what he's been wanting to restore and then as we move into 2020, it feels like a lot of the clutter has kind of been removed um, and like the table is set for us to be kind of being who we are and allowing our lives to flow out of this place of meeting with God and, and really trusting him that that what he has for us is he's got our best in mind. Thanks for listening to the Hinge Work Podcast. Hingework is a creative co-working space in the heart of downtown Lancaster. Find out more at hingework.com.